Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 247, Bear. 247. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good, Johnny. Uh, super busy at work. That stinks and will continue for the next two months. Uh, but other than that, can't complain. Work from home today. God damn it. Do I love working from home? It's the Have best. Have you considered pretending to like die for two months? Uh, I dream about that pretty much every other day. Or just stop calling in, you know? Yeah, just walking away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having um, a wife makes that a lot more difficult, like a lot more right. difficult. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, right. but man, if she wasn't in the picture, I would just disappear for months at a time. I want to. I would. What would I would go? I want to go. I, you know, at ski resorts, those guys who um, they uh, what are they called? Groomers. They drive the groomers at night to make the. I want to do that. That's all I want to do. That's where I would I too want to be a groomer, but slightly different. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I would do. I would disappear right. to a mountain town in the West, and that's where yeah. I would go. And now. Me? I just want to date 16 year olds, you know? <laughs> Did you hear that? We got them. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> the 247 episode sting. We're done. Pedophile. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be a pretty good move. <laughs> that'd be pretty smart. <laughs> Um, do you want to introduce our guest? Uh, I sure do. Speaking of dating 16-year-olds, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Not since I was also 16. This is the last time I would have dated a 16-year-old. I didn't. I also didn't date anyone uh, until my <laughs> wife, so. She was your first? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, man, going on a first date and then that person becomes your wife, like, like, but your first date ever. You've never been on a date. And I'm then sure that's it's happened. one and done. It's definitely happened. I know it has. It's exceedingly weird to me. Cowards, if it's happened to you, write in and let us make fun of you. Yeah, if you uh, married your high school sweetheart yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you wholesome pieces of shit. Yeah, loser. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, boys. Thank you for being here. Get this. We got a fun one today. Guess who had a career 247 batting average? I'll give you the teams that this person played for. Great. And then you can guess. All right. Uh, in 2004 alone, played for the Baltimore Orioles, Tampa Bay Devil Rays, and the Kansas City Royals. Then, 04 to 08, four years with the Pittsburgh Pirates. 08 to 2017, uh, Is it spent Jose with the Bautista? Blue Jays. Yes. Is it, wow, I, very I good. know that because you sent us a video with Jose Bautista in the thumbnail, Joe. We didn't need to reveal that. Well, Could have played along. <laughs> now... What's fun about Jose Batista, besides the fact that he bat two forty seven for his career, is uh, the video that I sent you guys of him getting his shit beat by Runeto Door. Punched him right in the face. Right in the face. Um, but maybe even more fun than that is uh, is that uh, where'd it go? You ever punched uh, anyone in the face? A species of weevil, Sicoderis Bautistae, was named for Bautista in twenty eighteen. And if you know anything about me, you know that I like weevils on account of uh, Master Commander. Of two of them? So, yeah. No, I've never punched anyone in the face, John. Interesting. Um, All right. I have mushed someone in the face very hard. 
uh, a close friend, a, a close friend of mine, uh, and what I. What do you mean, mushed? Mushed. You never mu- you palm someone's face and you kind of push it back. Oh, and you did that very hard. Yeah, like a like a, a very aggressive mush. Uh, we got in a fight uh, while playing Thralf, which is throw golf at night. Uh, we were both near blackout drunk. I accused him of uh, not keeping score correctly. Uh, things escalated. Uh, I mushed his face. He took a swing at me and only hit the guy that got in between us. So that was fun. That was a good time. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was fun. If How old I was you, def- like twenty one, yeah, I think exactly that age. Nice. If I was to fight you, James, I would uh, use words and money rather than my my physicality, as I would obviously lose that battle. Uh, right. And, and I would mush your face. I want to mush everyone's face. That's all I want to do. Me, pistol. That's what I would use. (laughs) Johnny's always packing that heat, baby. Johnny, have you ever punched anyone in the face? I have, yeah. I think I punched my brothers in the face growing up. Outside of brothers. Brothers don't count because brothers do feel like you... It's just a given that you've punched them in the face. You're supposed to punch your brother in the face. Right. Um, I got in one fight when I was like 12 years old. I punched a kid in the face. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think that's it. I never punched a kid in the face. I did punch a kid in the stomach about two or three times. Ooh. Uh, same kid? Same kid. A playground altercation in about sixth or seventh grade. Monday, Wednesday, kid, Friday? <laughs> there was, uh, I don't remember. There was a kid who saw the, the, this altercation and was running to go like tell on us, basically. And I like we managed to, we both, like the kid I had punched is like, you know, being all sickly. And we both shout at this kid not to like leave it alone. And he turns back and looks at us and then turns back again to run and get help. Uh, and then we both got in trouble. But I got in more trouble. So, pretty cool. I don't think I want to punch. Being in a fight is scary. It's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, mean is what like, it is. While it's, it's mean happening, to do. it's the most terrifying thing ever. Yeah, but there is there is adrenaline that goes with it, and adrenaline will carry you quite a long oh, way. Oh, for sure. But still, it's like, yeah, it's man, is it just an uncomfortable, not fun time? It's also yeah, just not then, something yeah. I ever want to do. As a big guy, being in a fight is a lose lose proposition always. Sure. Wait, why? Because I'm supposed to win. Oh, right. Sure, like, sure, sure. And then if you lose... If I lose, it's really bad. And if I win, it's like, well, yeah, why Why did you get in the fight? You're the big guy. Why did Why did that giant just beat yeah, up on that guy? Yeah, right. it's just not which is, which is the basis for my friendship with James is that I needle him and needle him and he can't <laughs> yeah. he can't touch me because I'm, I'm a sweet yeah, little boy. I can't mush right. Joe's face because look at, look at those sweet cheeks. When yeah. were you the biggest in your class? When did I become never. the biggest in my class? Yeah. Uh, I was never like... The biggest, biggest, but I grew six inches in 10th grade. Okay, so high school is when you started being, yeah. oh, he's tall. Yeah. Yeah, me too. My friggin' pants, James <laughs> and John. I was, oh, both yeah, of yeah. Us. Yeah. I was super tall, but there was like there was another kid on the football team with me who was my height and 80 pounds heavier. Right. Inverse question for Joey. Were you ever the tallest in your class and then everyone else eclipsed you, or you were always no. uh I, I think I managed to somehow stay at the median through most of middle uh, or elementary middle school, and then high school people started to kind of shoot up around me. I think even still, I was on the at least like 
I was still fairly middle of the pack, all things considered. Yeah. You were never one of those girls, like one of those girls who hits puberty in fifth grade and shoots up a foot and a half and is taller than everybody until like eighth no. grade. Never happened for me. I did have I did have kids that I went to school with who like had that, like were tall before everyone and didn't couldn't figure it out. Also had folks who like stayed small the whole time, like like never made it over like five three five four. I I can't imagine life being that small. Well, try. It's a little it's a, it's a little people in a big world, James. There's a whole show about it. <laughs> Can you um, imagine? Have either of you eaten anything delicious in the last few days? Uh, no. Or have you all been detoxing since you went to that yeah. uh, carnage of a Yeah, to let, to let the listeners in, we're only recording two days after the last episode, and yeah, mostly... Mostly detoxing. I'm trying to get back to square one yeah. here. Had some had some jerk chicken yesterday. Um, Ooh, that sounds nice. That was fine. It was it was my work cafeteria's version of jerk chicken, so it wasn't mm. the most wasn't amazing. wonderful, but it was good. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah, it was for eight bucks. I was happy with it. Um, That's where I go for the authentic stuff. Is yeah. a work cafeteria. <laughs> yes, a corporate law firm. Uh, <laughs> their work cafeteria. Um, yeah, no, I I don't know. I, I I've been trying we, to we clean it up. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we Amanda made um, shrimp last night. Scram. Uh, we had scramps and we had that with uh, a whole thirty compliant tartar sauce, uh, and some uh, roast potatoes and bro- uh, broccoli. I also a, made a roast very, potatoes last night. A very plain meal because whole thirty is plain. Um. What kind of roasted potatoes did you make, Johnny? My community-supported agriculture uh, share ends next week, so this is the penultimate share. So I got some fingerling potatoes in it, and I cut you did them in what half. to your potatoes? That's right, I fingerlinged them. Uh, <laughs> I had some. We also got some rosemary in the the share, so I cut them in half. Some olive oil, some rosemary, some salt. Baked them up real nice. They were great. They were delicious. Dark. A roast potato, so simple, so delicious. I bet, I bet Parsley, Sage, and Thyme got jealous. Yeah, Johnny, back to you. Did. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> shooting it back to me after that beautiful riff. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was good. I don't know what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. The world is my oyster. Truly. What's in your What's in your pantry? Let's play that game. Um, I have. I say three normal ingredients and like black licorice, so it's like chopped. <laughs> it's like chopped, exactly. <laughs> um, we got some beets, some carrots, some lettuces, um, some vegetables mostly. You would say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the things that came from the farm, mostly vegetables, but one box box of Nabisco products. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this CSA brought to you by the fine folks at Nestle. Yeah. Nestle, you have to pay for water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh sorry i should also say this podcast is brought to you by nestle nestle we own most of the stuff that you buy <laughs> nestle if you didn't understand how nestle works you would just think that they took a roulette wheel and they just spun it and then just was like all right now we're in this field yeah dude when you look at what they actually own it becomes very it becomes increasingly difficult to shop and try not to support them because there is it's impossible. So, there, there's a lot of their shit that sucks but like say again i said it's impossible you can't do it there's so many. They own so many fucking things. Let's play a little game of is this Nestle? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. The thing is, is like, right. 
even if the product isn't Nestle, Nestle has a competing product for that. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to start with Hagen dazs Is it Nestle? I think yes. Yeah, it is. Yes is correct. Um, I know. I know that one because I had recently looked this up. All right. Let's go move on to Hot Pockets. What's the? Uh, it. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay. But I need to know because, like, I know Hot Pockets. What's the brand of Hot Pockets? That isn't there. Well, that's the thing. No, it's Hot Pockets. Is it? I thought there was like. I thought it was like something. Johnny, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a James centric thing because I. Ha- I think I have the same thing pulled up that you do. Oh well, don't pull it up. Are you? Well, then, <laughs> I, I had right, already well, then been that, pulling that it up. That gives it away that you're just naming things that Nestle owns. <laughs> well, James. <laughs> James, Why play are you along. ruining my game? Jose Batista is Jose Batista Nestle. <laughs> you know what, John, uh, James? Right, he's is, on yes. here All as right, well. I'm going to do one more and don't cheat on this one. Lean pockets. <laughs> uh, dude, it is. There's like, uh, in terms of ice cream alone, it's Dreyer's, Haagen Dazs, and Drumsticks. That's yeah, a bu- that's three. Three straight bummers. You shouldn't be able to have three ice creams. They also have like any home Starbucks thing. That's them. Uh, Hot well, Pockets, DiGiorno, Stouffer's, Tombstone. I think it's fair to say that late stage capitalism is great, and I have no notes. Yeah, we love. Yeah, it. I'm I'm a big we fan of it. Nescafe. We love it so much. I'm never gonna stop eating drinking Nescafe. <laughs> Nescafe. Um, Kit Kat bars. Always gonna eat Kit Kats from yeah, Nestle. Kit Kat felt a little easier. I think Kit Kat though is a weird one because it's I think it's owned by Nestle everywhere else in the world and then in America it's a it's a Hershey's product. Oh, is that right? I think so. You said it so confidently. You did. I want to confirm that. Looking yeah. like it's just Nestle. <laughs> no. Why? Hold on. Why Kit Kat is both a Nestle and a Hershey bar? <laughs> I just wanted to be annoying. All right. Um, <laughs> we don't need to do this. Nestle owns Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Is that true? Polo is owned by Nestle. It's in a song by uh, uh, Cool AD. He has a song where he's just rapping his ass off, and he's like, Polo's owned by Nestle. And then he literally pauses the song to go, Polo is owned by Nestle. Yeah. And then goes back Lauren, to rapping. Diesel, Giorgio Armani. Yeah, man. <laughs> L'Oreal, most of the, uh, like all a decent amount of cat foods. Man, Purina, my dear sweet Purina. <laughs> <laughs> Alpo, I can't eat Alpo anymore. Ugh. The more what you know, am I to do? Uh, they've got the the market pretty well cornered on like baby food too. Ugh. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna forget all this and just keep living a, living a sweet <laughs> life of ignorance. Yeah, That's what right. are we going to do? the best not, way to be. I love um, to be a cog in the machine. Speaking of living a life of ignorance, should we talk about Seinfeld? Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> He's ignorant. I don't know. <laughs> um, Seinfeld, where would you put Seinfeld in your pantheon of sitcoms? Sitcoms? Yeah, let's say what if someone was approaching you on the street and say, "What are your favorite sitcoms?" I mean, the it's Mount definitely Rushmore top, of sitcoms. It's definitely top ten because I came to it late, but I appreciate what it I, is and I find it very funny. I think it's number one. Yeah, it's on, it's, no, it's it's in your Abe Lincoln spot. I, I, uh, <laughs> I think it has to be as much as I think. What like, if you, what if Mount Rushmore was numbered? <laughs> <laughs> 
as much as I think Thirty Rock is like the most the funniest written sitcom of all time, like everything everything goes back to to Seinfeld in a way. Like it it just sure. is like well, that's that's the 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 sitcom is now what fifty or sixty seventy years old, right? So like that that you could you could even talk about like Cheers or I don't know whatever the hell else yeah, is like, like the seminal Seinfeld, things. To, Seinfeld took what like Cheers and uh, all like I don't know all in the family and all those other sitcoms did and like flipped it on its head where it was like, hey, sure. what if the people were actually not that likable and you like right and it's mostly jokes. Yeah, it's and there's no lessons. It's just, I don't know. It's just so funny, and it's just so it endlessly rewatchable. And there's so yeah. like so many iconic lines and storylines and things like side yeah. characters. John, we went to a baseball game f- that was themed on that show this we year. Sure did twenty three, twenty five years after that show stopped airing. Like it's it's undeniable. Yeah, it is pretty ubiquitous. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone made a list of the best sitcoms of all time. Seinfeld is number three on their list. Behind? Cheers. Oh. And The Simpsons. Okay. Simpsons the Simpsons I could see, one. but I also I just don't consider it a sitcom, even though it is, I guess. Larry Sanders at 10. Parks and Rec at 9. The Honeymooners Oof. at 8. Mary Tyler Moore Show at 7. MASH at 6. All in the Family at five, I Love Lucy four, Seinfeld three, Cheers two, Simpsons one. I think I'm gonna say Cheers is the most overrated television. No love show for of all Andy time. Richter controls the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very distinct memory of uh, the promotions for that show, where it's him riding around and it's like feet are Segway wheels. <laughs> he that's it. Those those timelines line up. There is a bit from that show that is lives in my head forever and ever. Rent free? Yeah, I I believe it was that he like won money or had he got something and he spent it on having a TV to the right of his bed so that when he slept on his right, uh, he could he could watch TV and then another TV on the other side of the bed so that when he rolled over and laid on the other side of his bed, he could still watch TV. And that has stuck in my brain <laughs> forever. Because I remember being a kid and being like, man, that's fucking genius. What You're a like, genius. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that what a great live idea. In. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that to say, I, I, Seinfeld, yeah, has to be in, in the conversation for the GOAT. Yeah. Parks and Rec being ninth on there has not aged well, along with Parks and Rec. Joe, I, no, well. you got to go back. Parks and Rec is great. I've rewatched it again. There's, there's some cheesy bits, but it's still very funny. All right. But All right. yeah, I don't know. How does it feel to be wrong? I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, Listen, it's, it's never happened no, before. I just it's think, I think you you're focusing on you're remember you're forgetting some of the funnier bits in. I did. To be fair, I did think the other day of this is an early, early one when when Andy still loves Anne and he like they find him and he just like goes into the the stakeout van for the night and he hasn't eaten anything and they give him one of the candy necklaces <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first food he's eaten and he like goes insane with sugar. <laughs> I love it. Anyhow, um, Seinfeld's great. We've talked about it a number of times on the show. Sure. We don't need to belabor it. Today we are looking at the iconic black and white cookie. Yes, we are. Big and We're going to talk about it. I'm uh, going to declare, and I think I'm going to upset both of you, I fucking hate a black and white cookie. I think they're garbage. I, 
Um, That's not surprising. I don't. I don't think I've ever bought a black and white cookie. And I have bought enough for the three of us. I've bought a handful of them. Uh, one, not a cookie. It's a small cake. Two, it is a cake. Yes. Um, You're saying that like it's a bug and not a feature, which is where we <laughs> Well, just name it something what if else. We, instead of a cookie, um, it was a cake. They d- a cookie <laughs> cake. I love a cookie cake. Yes, big fan. <laughs> just name things what they are. Um, they also... <laughs> What upsets me about them is I love a big cookie. A big cookie is... Uh, Better than a small cookie. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> no, they're not. And that's what's so upsetting about them is I would say the success ratio... You tricked me. How many... What I'm saying is like I love getting a big, big cookie, but I would say of those big cookies, 10% is actually a good cookie. The The... Like the way that big cookies are treated and made, they're so often terrible. Like you ever get a big cookie at a diner or a, any cookie at a diner, they're always well, too dry and they always have yeah. the same. But this is this has extended outside of diners. My experience with black and white cookies is every black and white cookie tastes like a diner cookie. They mm. have that weird plasticky sugary flavor. That is just not That's, good. To to Babish's point in this episode, and to the point I think that you're making, the ones that are like prepackaged in that way are are bad. There's just it's it's bad. It's not going to work, right? But what and what also is not explored in this episode is the best version of a black and white cookie, which I had uh, visiting up in Saratoga, James. When I don't remember what that bakery is that you guys get, uh, like. Fritters and oh, Lakeside uh, Donuts in Saratoga. Lakeside Donuts. Saratoga. They because they do the black and white cookie. It's got a it's a solidly thick cake cookie, and then instead of fondant icing, it is actual frosting, and that is that is the ideal of what this cookie could be. Yeah, just make it an actual cake, basically. Yes, yeah, like treat it like a small cake, like a flat cupcake. It it's a, it's a cupcake top and multiple layers, and in between them they had jam. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, that is see that is yes. It, treat it like a cupcake top, and maybe I'll yes. be more on board with it. With this this it, weird halfway between unleavened bread cookie cake <laughs> thing, it's like what is this? And with arguably like a a uh, I don't know, if perfunctory is the wrong word, but just like the low, the bottom tier of icings, right? Like mm-hmm. sw- switch up your yeah, fondant is I don't. That's not what yeah. it was, though. It's not fondant. It's like royal icing. That's what he said it was. It, the, it's. I don't. He kept calling so. it fondant, yeah, but it is. Yeah, that. it's just. It's it more was just of icing. It's more of like yeah, a royal icing or a glaze or whatever, right? Because it it hardens up. But just make it regular frosting and call it a, a cupcake top, and then we're in business. Fondant has gelatin in it, which this does not have. Correct. This was just icing. This was just powdered sugar and like. Some vanilla and then a little bit of milk, or was it a little bit of water? Yeah, it was just yeah. water. He just used yeah. water for this. But the point is, the the version that New York City celebrates when baked well is great, but it is not the ideal version, in my mind. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I just don't. Yeah, it, it's pretty low. If you were to give me like ten cookies and rank them one through ten, the black and white cookie is going to be in the bottom half for me, probably. Yeah. 
And I, I, I acknowledge that. It's not the kind of thing I'll go to bat for and try to change yeah. someone's mind. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's a specific kind of thing. At one point, Babish did say that like the grocery store version is not very good. And Joey let out a, a hearty, I disagree. Yeah. Jack Hughes is what I said. Ah. I didn't, but I'm saying What's, it now. <laughs> would you, do you like the grocery store version, like the prepackaged version? No, no, no. I th- I thought he was referring to ones that you get from behind like a bakery counter. I, I might have misunderstood. Oh, okay. Oh, I, yeah, uh, I think he was I talking he was more talking, like a gas station. Yeah, I thought he was saying like prepackaged, okay. like individual having also wrapper. Having also gotten those, I'm fine with them. But again, I'm in the minority there. I will acknowledge that. <laughs> um, I did not know. I also didn't realize that they were served upside down that way. I, Iced on mm-hmm. the bottom. I a fun feature. Didn't realize. <laughs> um, Frosting on the bottom, hope on top. You know what I mean? That's right. That was Obama's <laughs> early campaign slogan, and then they said, "Let's change it." Yeah, frosting on the bottom. Um, there. So in this episode, real like not to get not. In, I'm sorry. In this Seinfeld episode, um, yeah, Jerry famously gets sick from the black and white cookie because black and white mixing um, doesn't work. I'm not gonna stand on that <laughs> one. But is there in that vein? Is there a food that you used to love or? even that you just used to have have no opinion on that you then ate puked from and have not returned back to. Hmm. I have returned from, so mashed potatoes for a while. I had mashed potatoes right after I got my wisdom teeth out and just felt gross. And so it took me a long time to be able to get back to mashed potatoes, but I did it in my twenties. Yeah. Um, And we're all happy for it. Thank you. McDonald's for a while. I got sick in college off of McDonald's, and I didn't have McDonald's for like 10 years. Whoa. Damn. And then you met us again. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we- <laughs> I, I, I think, honestly, that time we went in Midtown was the first time I had had it in probably 10 or 15 really? years. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Oh. All right. I had it with uh, scrambled eggs in like oh. eighth or ninth grade. Uh, bad puking episode from it, and then just didn't revisit scrambled eggs for probably like 10 years. I had and came back around. Yeah, on it. I had that. It's it is it shows it's a testament to the human spirit that we've all come back around on the foods. That, <laughs> uh, I had it with uh, my with chili. My mom's chili. One time I ate a bunch of it. Got had food poisoning from something else. I think. Holy mackerel! Can I not eat chili for a while? Uh, yeah. Again, about a decade. It feels about a decade is like the it normal. Resets. And then I had it with. Um, uh, movie popcorn. I had oh. I had a bucket and a half of movie popcorn to myself, Oof. um, and then almost shit my pants on the way home from the movie. What a salt and then bomb! Went home and puked that all back up. And yeah, I was away from movie popcorn for about seven years. I think probably to your benefit, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the last time we went to a movie, we got popcorn, and you. Didn't eat it nearly as much as I would have expected. I wonder if you still have some residuals there. Uh, slight residuals, but also that was also the result of us having just had uh, dim sum like we sure 35, did. 40 minutes prior to. Oh, yeah, we which reminds me, you still owe me money for from dim sum. I don't think that's true. I think <laughs> the statute true. of limitations no, is it done. it is true. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, have, I actually have one more thing that I threw up and came back on. Is also James's mom's chili. Back to you guys. <laughs> Again, feature, not a bug. <laughs> for me, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> I, I, I and then I can't wear that. I can't wear sweaters anymore either. As a result, 
yeah, is this the same episode of Seinfeld where they're getting a babka? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Which, I, was, I mean... I still don't believe I've ever had a babka. Oh, buddy. You have to talk to friend of the pot, Alon Elion, and he will get you on to some fucking Fuego babka. I'm pretty sure we've discussed babka on this podcast. We have. I think they did. We have. I think they did. With him. The episode. Yes. From, but from I'm 12 saying, years ago. <laughs> yes. You should get in contact with him and get some of that delicious babka. I'll do it. Because he's got the hookup. I think he brought it to your bachelor party as well. Yeah, that sounds that sounds oh, correct. Oh, maybe I did I have that, Bob. Maybe I did have yeah, Bob. I can't, I can't confirm that I allowed anyone else to have some, but I, I did have it there. I was distracted from someone opening the oven every five seconds while we were trying to cook <laughs> sausage um, or bacon. Bacon. And it was bacon. I managed <laughs> you to You wouldn't eat. make sausage in an oven? <laughs> I managed you to eat idiot. babka in between stuffing uh, spice cake in my face and uh, and trying to chew it for about 10 minutes. We really lived a whole life, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, not a ton to delve into in the black and white cookie. He makes a cookie. He puts icing on it. I will say his icing technique, not great. Claire Saffitz has a black and white cookie video as well, and she is great at icing it. She has a technique where she lets she pulls up the icing from a spoon and lets it like fall in like a waterfall and then moves Ooh. the cookie through it, and it creates this clean line. It's very crisp. It's, it's a phenomenal oh. technique. I've always prided her on her technique. She's very good. I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, to your point, we kind of covered it. it was, it's been discussed. You get the drill. Everyone's on the same it. page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and what's more, we don't even have correspondence. We don't. No. Hey, cowards! Is our is our infrequent posting finally <laughs> catching up to us? <laughs> and is it, our recording? Uh, Two, two to three times a week due to the fact that we're both going to go on vacation for a while means that we don't have enough time to build up emails. That's a whole yeah. sentence. Do, both, do all of those things matter to you fuckers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, if you like the podcast, there it please is. like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more, we're going to go on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us your emails, that will probably be read at this point sometime around January. Uh, <laughs> send those to gaminwithbadwish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. I am a. 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 I